evening and welcome to Get Real with Ralph. I'm your humble host, Ralph Nudie, coming to you live from the studios of AM 1050 WLIP in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And simulcast live all across the world from Kenosha to the Canary Islands and especially to our friends and loved ones in Italy who are tuning in tonight via our YouTube channel at GetRealWithRalph.com or via Facebook Live at Facebook.com forward slash Ralph Nudie. You know, they say that extraordinary times require extraordinary measures. These ladies and gentlemen are not ordinary times, and it is going to take some getting used to this new normal that is settling in with. And everybody listening is aware of the widespread panic that has been going on, not just in our community in southeastern Wisconsin, but all across the world. And along with that panic, a degree of denial, a degree of uncertainty, a degree of anger from people who don't understand why the response to this coronavirus crisis is as big of a response as it is. I have had people comment that this panic is going to destroy our economy. And uh, those of you that are thinking that and saying that, unfortunately are right but the problem is that even if individuals you know don't panic those consequences are still going to be there now it's pretty safe to say that most of us are going to dust and the majority of us aren't even going to become infected with it and the overwhelming majority of people that do become infected with it will go on to live normal lives. But virtually all of us are going to be affected by it. We're going to be affected by it because we're going to find somebody that we know and love who ends up diagnosed with it. Or worse yet, we may have somebody that we know or love who is in, in an at-risk category uh, that we may lose as a result, as a result of this. Additionally, virtually every single one of us is going to feel the financial effect of what's going on here. You don't have to look much further than at your 401k account to see that you've probably already felt some of the effect, but you can see the effect when you're going to the store. You can see the effect in gas prices. You're going to see the effect probably in the value of your home's holdings. So tonight we're going to talk about how to get through this very difficult period without panicking, but still being cautious and being real about the fact that this is upon us instead of being in denial. And we're going to give you advice from a couple of physicians that we have uh, in on the show today about how to keep yourself safe from a health perspective. And then we're going to dive in and talk about how you can keep yourself safe from a financial perspective. Now, for those of you that haven't gone out and stocked up yet, you're going to want to go to the store and you don't have to go stock up for a month at a time. You don't have to go buy six months worth of supplies and, and guns and explosive devices to make sure that nobody breaks down your door. The Armageddon is not coming. This is not to the world. Oh, there are a lot of people out there who are trying to predict that it is. 
But it is a time to be serious. It is a time to be more prepared than what you've had to be in the past. It, th this is the time that as restaurants and bars are getting closed in neighboring states and who knows, it may happen here. You have to start thinking about planning ahead as far as having enough food on hand, enough water on hand, enough toilet paper on hand if you can find it. Uh, everybody's been complaining about toilet paper so that you can get through five, seven, 10, maybe 15 days at a time. Because as non-essential businesses are, are, are threatened with closure, it's going to be harder to get some of those items. We're going to talk more in detail about that. And then we're going to talk with uh, Dr. Peter Mariani and Dr. Raya Musatif about ways to uh, keep yourself safe and more importantly, how to stop this from spreading to other people. And we're going to talk in detail about why all of that is so important when we come back after this break. And we're back here in the studio, and our uh, surfing may have to be virtual for the next uh, couple of weeks or months. But uh, we've got a little Beach Boys there. Jim, yeah. tell us what the, uh, what the theme is. It's Mike Love's 80th birthday. Mike Love's 80th birthday. Mike Love from the, be from the Beach Boys is 80. Wow, that just seems almost so, impossible. It seems about right. It's about right, man. It's, it is what it is. They're, you don't get any younger. Are they still considered Beach Boys, or are they the, the beach? Well, I, I think Al Jardine and Mike Love uh, are still carrying it on with younger guys playing drums and, and all those other, uh, you know, physical type of things. That's going to be one of the longest standings as far as oh, coming yeah. back oh, over yeah. and over again and touring. Is. Absolutely. We have a little fun with them today. We, you know, we, we have to have a little fun in, in, in the middle of all of this mayhem. Um, of course, you had your uh, your closing weekend for your play. Yeah, this, week, uh, right? this afternoon we uh, closed our play, uh, uh, the, the Death of a Streetcar Named Virginia Wolf at the Roadie Center for the Arts downtown. There was a small crowds. We limited to 50 people in a crowd. How many? Uh, 50. Ah, gotcha. Okay. But well. uh, if 50 would have shown up, that would have been nice. Now, we had about 30, 30, uh, 30 last night, I think. And oh, that's a good size 20, crowd. About 20 today. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It went well. It went very well. We're uh, it's one of those just sad to see go plays. We had so much fun with it. It was a really fun show to watch. That's yeah, for sure. It is, it is fun, and um, so yeah, crowds were great. A lot of fun. You know, we had uh, we we did a little something different this week. Um, with ties in with everything that's going on. There's that part in uh, where I, I as Willie Loman, I shake a Blanche Dubois hand. So you yeah, bumped each other? No, no. We hands. I took a bottle of uh, puree. You know. Yeah, so so we had little hand sanitizers on stage, and was a you know you have to give serious situations like this a little bit of levity right. to get through it. And, exactly, exactly. You know, it, it it's it's amazing how some people are over the top and aren't taking it seriously, and other mm -hmm. people have no sense of humor at all. Yeah, and, right. and and the yeah. truth of the matter is, you got to take it seriously, but you got to kind of yeah take a step back and not take it so seriously. You well, can't I think, laugh I think at we just we're at a point right now we just don't know right exactly what's. Well, we're going to... The gonna, severity, I mean, we're going to talk about we're it. We're going to dig into that. Absolutely. Uh, uh, here in the studio, uh, directly next to me, is uh, Dr. Peter Mariani, and I also have on the phone here uh, Dr. Raya Musatif. Uh, Dr. Musatif, are you there? Because uh, I, I need to make sure I have a feed. Hey, guys. How hey. you doing? Good, we're good. How are you? Good. Good. So you're, you're, you're on the air live here with Ralph and, and with Dr. Mariani as well. Uh, welcome to the program. Oh, thank you. You have Dr. Mariani, the local expert. So, uh, how are you doing, Dr. Mariani? Doing good, Brad. Nice to, nice to talk to you. And uh, I, I thought that, you know, both of you have some perspective on this. Uh, Dr. Mariani being, uh, you know, in, 
internal medicine doctor for his um, entire career here in the Kenosha area. And, and even though you're a cardiologist, uh, which isn't, which wouldn't make this sound like your area of expertise, of course you have your clinics out there. And so public health is something that is, uh, an issue that you deal with on a regular basis. So I thought that I would put the two of you on and uh, just kind of ping pong some questions back between the two of you as far as um, how serious this threat is, what people can do to keep themselves safe, and, and how people can avoid panic at the same time, because there's a lot of panic going on out there. So um, with that being said, um, who want, I don't know who wants to uh, take this first, but there are a lot of people out there that are trying to compare this to the flu. Uh, can you, Dr. Mariani, I guess you go first. Tell us how this is different. Well, <clears throat> a different virus is a coronavirus. Uh, the influenza virus is genetically different. Uh, and the influenza virus is usually associated with a much lower mortality than this virus. Uh, this virus uh, resembles the SARS virus uh, that we had in 2008. As a matter of fact, it's been called... SARS-CoV-2 uh, uh, in comparison to the SARS-CoV-1. Uh, <clears throat> it, uh, uh, it, surprisingly, it fits into the category of the common cold virus, but uh, it's a lot more virulent and a lot more uh, uh, destructive, uh, uh, particularly with elderly people. Uh, many people uh, get this virus, uh, and uh, some, some people get it, they don't even know they have it. They're asymptomatic carriers. Uh, uh, but uh, uh, I would say uh, the uh, the uh, uh, the difficulty is with people that are elderly, uh, people past 65, 70. I know they shorten it to 65, and I'm I'm past that age. Uh, uh, <clears throat> I'm not worried about it. Uh, I worry about uh, patients uh, that are even younger than 65. They have underlying cardiopulmonary disorders. They suffer from congestive heart failure. Uh, or they suffer from emphysema, they're not able to mount a good response to the virus. In other words, the virus infects them, uh, and it's like you're running, you're running a marathon. Uh, your body gets revved up. Uh, they don't have the reserve to, com to combat the, uh, that virus, and they can, can you know, they can succumb to it. This virus is also associated with pneumonia, uh, and that's the cause of death in uh, in the. Uh, uh, and the people that have died. With so it's, it's, it's a fluid in the lungs, and, and they literally drown right. from the fluid. Right. The the, uh, the capillaries, the blood vessels in the, the lung, which are responsible for the carbon dioxide, they begin to leak fluid into the lung, and the person can't breathe anymore. And uh, that's one of the symptoms that they, uh, that, uh, they caution us, that uh, if you experience any difficulty in breathing, and you have uh, flu-like syndromes. When we say flu-like, Everybody knows everybody's had the flu. It's uh, muscle aches, joint pains, fever, uh, uh, scratchy throat. Uh, if you have those symptoms associated with some shortness of breath, then you have to seek help immediately. Gotcha. Now, Dr. Mustafa, I have you on as well. Uh, one of the biggest arguments that I'm seeing people there, social limiting procedures are put in place, the big argument I get is why are we limiting the social interactions of people that are not in those at-risk categories? And uh, although I know the answer, I think that it's important for the listeners to hear the answer from from a medical professional. So could you could you expand on, on that, Dr. Mustafa? Yeah, you know, you have Dr. Mariani. He, he's a pulmonologist and critical care doc, so he, he's, he did a really great job trying to you know, explain all that pathophysiology. I think from a... Uh, 
from a society standpoint or from a prevention standpoint, um, we worry about how things spread and how rapidly they can spread. Uh, and we worry about them overwhelming our system. And so when we talked about, you compared it to influenza, but the difference between influenza, Dr. Mariani uh, correctly pointed out there, there could be a difference in mortality and a difference in the respiratory status of some patients. But in addition, most of us get vaccinated against uh, influenza. And although it's not perfect, it helps limit the spread uh, of influenza uh, amongst our population, something we call uh, herd, the, uh, herd uh, vaccination where you know, a portion of the population is, is protected. And so if somebody has it in an area, it can't spread as fast. And most of us have had influenza in the past. And even though each year there's different strains, you have some level of protection to taper off the effects of the influenza. This coronavirus, this COVID-16, uh, none of us have any uh, native uh, you know, experience with it. We've never had it before. There's no vaccine. There's no treatment. Uh, and it's so it can run rampant. So you may be a 20-year-old healthy kid who's going to could get the virus and not be that sick, but you might take it home to your mom or your grandmother who's 80 years old. Uh, and in that population, they can have upwards of 15 to 20% mortality. So you can spread it very fast. And there's a different latency period. So in the flu, you can get sick. You, you can track the flu. You can start showing symptoms within 20 to 72 hours. People can stay away from you. Whereas this virus, you know, you won't, you may not show any signs for two weeks. And in the meantime, you're in your workplace, at your home. And so that's why you're seeing people put restrictions in Illinois. They're closing bars and restaurants. We're putting the CDC recommends that we limit uh, any gathering to less than 50 people. We can extend this. At the, the We've heard a lot about the flattening. Uh, uh, for every one flu victim, they typically infect one other person. How many people does the, um, as far as I know, the average coronavirus uh, infectee, how many people do they infect before uh, they're, they're diagnosed or um, before people know about it? Because I know the number is much greater. Uh, if you're past a certain age and you're sick enough to go on the ventilator, they don't... They don't put you on a ventilator. They don't have the, they don't have the resources uh, like we do. But uh, as uh, these government officials are warning us that that could change if we don't do simple measures to prevent the spread of the, uh, the disease, particularly to the elderly uh, population and the uh, uh, people that have underlying immunological disorders, uh, 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 rheumatoid arthritis, systemic lupus. Uh, now we have a lot of drugs that people are taking for different uh, uh, diseases, like for Crohn's disease, which suppress immunity. Uh, so there's a whole new category of these new of uh, patient population. Of these uh, so anybody with an autoimmune disorder is going to have a very difficult time that, if they're being treated for that, fighting right. this off. And even people that are on prednisone, that are on steroids for like asthma or for COPD, uh, uh, prednisone is immunosuppressive drug. You know and uh, uh, they're at risk as well for the, you know, for the, you know, for developing this, as they were on risk for developing other infectious diseases like tuberculosis, et cetera. <clears throat> so what, what is the most important thing that we can do to, to, to put a stop to this, or at least to slow it down enough that it, it doesn't threaten everybody? 
I think as the uh, as Dr. Musadif mentioned, avoid as much contact uh, as, possible. As, as possible. So it's not an overreaction. I mean, I mean, no. not shaking hands is a probably good idea right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. Um, obviously, we're talking about uh, Illinois shut down all bars and restaurants right now. I. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised to see that happening here very soon. It's also happened in Ohio, mm -hmm. so other neighboring states. Uh, is it working in Italy? Uh, it, it's it, as far as I know, it seems to be working in Italy because most people are house confined in Italy. They've closed the parks, uh, they closed all the places of gathering, but uh, Italy was hit particularly hard because the virus spread from China uh, into Italy. Italy depends a lot on tourism. Uh, and uh, when I went, I trained in Italy. I trained at the University of Bologna uh, in northern Italy. Uh, when, when I went there in 2006, I was impressed by the amount of Chinese people that come there as tourists, which I had never seen when I was a student there in the, in the 70s, in 1970s. So, uh, and Italy is not as stringent as other countries are in having people enter into their country. Uh, and the virus, see, the virus initially spread, we, we think it was in, in, uh, uh, from a, a fish market, uh, some bat droppings, et cetera, maybe got into the fish, and then got into, got into us as humans, and now the transfer has been completely true humans. It's, it's, it's no longer true any... Uh, you know, it's just human-to-human -human transmission. human transmission. Now, the bad thing about the virus, too, is that we don't know how long the virus is viable on on surfaces, uh, uh, I've read reports where it could be, it could, it could be, it could re retain its infectivity for a week, uh, nine days uh, after being on metallic surfaces, on plastics, etc. So that's why we uh, we we caution people uh, to uh, keep areas clean. Uh, if anyone does have the virus uh, uh, at home, and uh, as Dr. Musadif mentioned, most of the people can be treated at home. Uh, 80 percent uh, that contract the disease will 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 get will get will get sick, but uh, their life won't be in jeopardy. They can stay at home because there is no treatment that could be given in the hospital other than supportive care to go on a ventilator uh, if they can't oxygenate their blood. Uh, that is, if they develop a severe pneumonia. So the people that are at home, they should isolate themselves, wear wear a mask, avoid contact with old people at home, and uh, certainly don't go out to visit. Older people, you know, don't don't go to see your grandmother. Uh, uh, that that would uh, uh, put them at a very high risk. So uh, and uh, uh, continue to disinfect surfaces. Uh, and uh, uh, the um, Environmental Protection Agency has a list of chemicals that we could use. Sixty percent alcohol is sufficient to kill the virus in one minute. You know, once you apply it. Now, alcohol has been missing from the shelves pretty much everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, however, I saw, I can't remember which one of the, online, one of the TV medical personalities, I can't remember which one it was, uh, started talking about high proof alcoholic beverages. So I bought about four bottles of Everclear, uh, so I can make some of my own hand sanitizer. What do you think of that one, Dr. Moustif? Pretty resourceful, you know, huh? I'm going to defer that to Dr. Mary. Sure <laughs> I think we'd have, to get, we'd have to get the opinion of a gastroenterologist on that. Can we, can we mix that with a little palm olive and make some hand sanitizer out of that? <laughs> well, I, 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 uh, grape juice, too. Yeah, my understanding is the highest proof of alcohol is 100 proof, isn't it? Everclear is 190. 
Oh, it's 190? Yeah, it's 190 yeah. proof. Yeah, so then, it's basically pure grain alcohol. Yeah, yeah. so it's flammable. In other words, you could... Oh, it's very flammable. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. wouldn't so, try lighting it. No, yeah. So that, that would be sufficient to, to, to destroy the virus. Maybe expensive way to do it, but, it, uh, but, but it's sufficient to destroy Well, you spare no expense when keeping your family safe, right? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it works really well in lieu of toilet paper, too, if you don't mind the burning sensation. Ouch have to give uh serious situations a little bit of levity uh is there anything that uh that, that you want to add dr moose that you think is uh well first of all i want to ask you, are you you have walk-in clinics you're associated with are you seeing a higher number of people walking in afraid that they have this yeah so i mean the emergency rooms all throughout the state and the urgent cares you're seeing a lot obviously a lot more people coming in and want to be tested and i think the promise that those tests are available this week it's a little bit difficult um, uh, to just test people. And the tests can take uh, up to three days to get back. So there's some newer labs that are coming online that may be able to get your testing back in a day. But really, uh, as of right now, remember we say as of right now because things are changing, but unless somebody is short of breath, uh, they're going to have the typical respiratory symptoms like Dr. Mariani explained, the dry cough and a fever. But unless they're really short of breath, you know, we're not going to, we're not going to be testing these people. I don't know if Dr. Mariani has anything to add to that, but we can't test everyone. Well, Dr. Mariani. Yeah. I think now with the government stepping up with the, the availability of these tests, uh, the reason we would test them is just to confine them so that they, uh, they realize that they have, they have, uh, 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 uh they have COVID-19 and they don't have, uh, the common cold, uh, and they have to avoid exposure to the elderly people, uh, and so I think in terms of uh, confining these people, the tests are valuable. That, you know, if you have now, if you're completely asymptomatic, that you don't have a cough, you don't have a fever, uh, but you're concerned that you may have been exposed to the virus to another person, that's a different issue. You know, uh, the government up to up to now has been uh, has been discouraging that. And, and that's because of limited supplies? Limited supplies. Okay. Now, now, with the increase in supplies, if you say, well, I definitely lived with a, uh, my brother had uh, you know, COVID-19, and he's living with me, uh, even though I don't have any symptoms, can I be checked? Right, do I need to check so I can be quarantined or not? Yeah, and, they, and I understand that South Korea has uh, moved into an aggressive testing mode, and they're testing as many as 10,000 people each and every day and uh, ordering people to confine and self-quarantine before they're even getting sick, and they feel that that is going to have a profound impact on their ability to flatten the curve. Do you think that that's possible in a country as populated as the United States, where we have 350 million people? And it's going to be difficult. It's going to be difficult getting all those tests, especially if people start panicking uh, and, not, and realizing uh, if you come down with the cold, shouldn't we avoid contact with people that we love? You know, people, you know, people that especially our grandmothers, our grandfathers, uh, shouldn't we avoid exposure to them? I've, I've done that all my time too. So yeah. whether you have a common cold or you have the COVID-19 and you're relatively good, just don't, just don't have other people be exposed to you. And as far as face masks are concerned, uh, <clears throat> from, from what my understanding is, and I think that the people out there need to hear that, a face mask isn't going to protect you from contracting it uh, as much as it's going to protect you from spreading it if you suspect that you may have it. It is going to act as a filter to keep those droplets close to you instead of becoming as, as airborne as they are. That's true. So uh, That's true. All right. Um, well, thank you both. Very much. We're going to go to a break and... Um, I don't know if you're, you're probably uh, over there working with patients, uh, 
Dr. Musica. So I don't know if you can hang on or not, but when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about this and we're going to, we're going to start talking about some of the financial things that people can do as well, or uh, preparedness for, for being quarantined. So um, if you're not able to stay, I want to thank you. That's Dr. Ryan Musatif for, uh, for coming on. And uh, we'll be back right after this break. Round, round, get around. I get around. Yeah, get around. Round, round, I get around. I get around. And we're back here on the air with a little get around. And uh, that's certainly what coronavirus yeah, seems to be doing. Around. It's getting around. It's getting around. So, Mike Love, 80 years old today. Gotta love the fact that he's still uh, getting after it. Well, he's getting around still. He's, he's getting around. Still touring. I imagine he's he's in one of those susceptible categories. He may want to self quarantine for a couple of months. It could be. It could be. Now, um, the quarantine boys. The, the quarantine boys. This this virus is already having a profound effect on our economy and on our communities. Uh, small businesses are are looking like they're going to get hit pretty hard. Mm -hmm. uh, Illinois already. The governor has closed all restaurants, all bars. Um, they almost had to do that because yeah. some of the crazed St. Patrick's Day fans weren't going to have it. They weren't going to have it. They were just going to go out and um, uh, walk around with that golden calf and uh, yeah. and, and, and and party till the. Uh, you know, last night I was in uh, Swedes. I ponder. Yeah, and it was wall to wall people. Wow, wall to wall, young people drinking. I think a lot of people just are in denial. You know, it's, and it's you know when you're young like that you know you live forever yeah you know, it's you know well, i can't get me I, i'm and, young and healthy and, and i'm not saying there's not a certain level of hype especially from the news media i think that they well there's the really whole, handled this the whole poorly. fear factor of, the, of everything yep i mean you know and and yes we should be concerned obviously yes of course but i you know it, it hasn't gone to that threat level whatever no, and, and, and it you know, won't. It won't if we take this social limiting seriously. Well, and and the thing too is, it's it's, it's dangerous too because once you fear, once you live in fear, you can be controlled. Exactly, and I was thinking about how this how this whole thing could play out, and there's been a lot of conspiracy theories floating around mm -hmm. on on this, and. A lot of those have been debunked. There have been uh, bloggers saying that this was some sort of engineered virus, and that's mm -hmm. been dispelled already by the scientific community. And I don't believe that it was an engineered virus. But you have to wonder, how much did the Chinese government know, and when did they know it? Uh, they have a, a well, concept in infectious disease called patient zero. Right. Have you heard well, of that? Yeah. You, 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 when you're dealing with communism, I mean, like uh, Chernobyl. What did Russia tell anybody else what was going on about Chernobyl? Nothing. When, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nothing. Same thing going in, in China. Well, anybody who's ever read Rules for Radicals realizes that this is the perfect storm. If systems get overwhelmed, mm -hmm. then that gives opportunity for people to pitch the idea of totalitarian communism, totalitarian. Yeah. So not, not the... Not the democratic socialism that some of our younger people are in favor of, and I get mm -hmm. it, some people are, some people aren't, but complete totalitarian regimes flourish when everybody is afraid, yeah. and, and they, they need a leader to step up and tell them what to do, and then, and then suddenly people become, first they become panicked, then mm -hmm. they become cattle. Yeah, oh yeah. And look at what, how China has handled this situation. Mm -hmm. they, they let a lot of people die. Yeah. 
yeah. before they really let it, let on what was going on. Mm-hmm. And then they, they went as far as threatening our national security. On March 5th, the uh, state-run newspaper in China said that uh, they would consider limiting the export of any medical products and uh, prescriptions to the United mm-hmm. States. Well, we've painted ourselves into a pickle because for the last 30-plus years, we've been slowly giving up control of our markets to, to the Chinese in in the name of cheaper goods and in the name of, of Wall Street greed. Yeah. And now we're at this place where 95% of the components of all generic prescriptions comes from comes from China. So yeah. not 95% of the drugs, because some of them are manufactured mm-hmm. here, but 95% of the components. So even the drugs that are manufactured right. here right. are counting on components that are coming from China oh, you know, we, into the, this country. Uh, tips for, you know... Uh, or syringes and just little doodads. No, I, my yeah. my day job, you know, I, I I do, and we're waiting on shipments from China clear to get to us. In the meantime, our customers are waiting and waiting and waiting. We are too. I'm just like, well, and know, medical masks. Much I can, not much I can do about that. Medical masks, syringes, yeah. um, toilet paper. That's one of the reasons oh that uh, people are freaking out about toilet paper because China made this made this threat, and I think that's why there's I mean, on toilet I, I, I get it. You know, let's stock up, but don't. Clear the shelves. I mean, how many times are you going to poop in a week? <laughs> really? I mean, you know, you, you, you take a look exactly how much toilet paper do you actually go through. Uh, well, and, okay, maybe, you know, get a month's worth. Okay. What's a, what's a month? I mean, how many? The way I look at it, I, 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 I got a toilet right next to a shower. So, you know. Well, there I'm, it is. Well, there it is. Well, there it is. <laughs> you know? But you got to take a shower every time you have to go. Well, no, but if I can save it up to at night, you know, you that's, know? A, that's a couple less squares. Unless some people have a, a bidets. Yeah, well, you know, in Europe, at least I have that. So, you know, our our our, our friends and loved ones in Italy, uh, hopefully, mm-hmm. they have bidets in their homes. Have you seen this footage where the Italians are breaking out into song in their apartment complexes? Mm-hmm. Well, it's been going viral. Look up Italians singing, mm-hmm. uh, and you can find it. You have these big high-rise buildings, and everybody's standing on their balconies with their doors open. They're all blasting the same song, and they're all singing in unison with one another, having these big being, being quarantined. While they're being quarantined, and okay. uh, so it's it's pretty it's pretty amazing when people get put in, in difficult situations. They the all jacked up. Were they all jacked up on wine too? And <laughs> you know, you know that you know there's some oh, wine flowing around. I'm Italian. Wine. I was about to say they just be brewing it. Yeah, the yeah. Mm-hmm. But big crates of grapes. Yeah. And uh, we'd have to bring them into the garage and warm them up and bring them down to the basement and crush them and smash them and press them and strain them mm-hmm. and just whatever. Yeah, like you could put those grapes in every... It was like doing the Kama Sutra with grapes as far as making wine. All right, all right, all right. And uh, we'd end up with, by Christmas time, we'd have the first couple of bottles of wine. And I don't know if I want the bottles of that wine. Right, yeah. It's, uh, thanks, but no thanks. Yeah, yeah. I'll pass on that one. <laughs> yeah, that, that one's, uh, yeah. My son, my son Brent, who is going to be 21 at the end of this month, mm-hmm. I, have, I have footage of him fondest memories. Okay. So, yeah, there are going to be some financial consequences. And I think that... Uh, if you don't believe there are, then you're going to be one of the ones that's getting caught flat-footed. Uh, if you were thinking about putting some money in the markets, you might want to find some some safer investments. Or if it the companies that make toilet paper, uh, well, Pharrell, yeah, you know, Clorox, 
Clorox, yeah. Clorox, uh, Clorox, Zoom, yeah. Kimberly Clark, Clark, <laughs> Zoom, uh, Zoom meetings, and and you know I, I work for a cloud-based real estate mm-hmm. company that does business in all right. fifty states, and all of their employees actually Ooh, work from home. home. Yeah, so none of the house from home because the person still has to look at that home. Right. And we've had a couple of uh, sellers that were so scared that they canceled showings, mm-hmm. and I would love to have medical masks so I could just let sellers know, hey, we're going to walk through your house. No shortage of those. I, I mean, people take their, them. There's a big shortage of them, but, but I ordered, they're made in China. I, I ordered boxes and boxes of them on Amazon. I figure if they come in another month or so, and this is still going on, I can use them with my clients. But um, just like some homeowners want you to take your shoes off or put footies on, I don't think there's anything wrong with, with asking people to just put a mask on if they're coming through your home, you know, mm-hmm. as opposed to stopping commerce completely, doing things that, that makes sense and keep us safe. Yeah. And again, wearing a mask is going to keep you from getting infected, but it will keep you be- if you've been exposed from, from spreading it around other people. But some of these other companies, Costco is one of them that they said to look at. Uh, again, I said Zoom video communications because they do they do meetings virtually online, and uh, I use take businesses offline where you don't need a physical location in the phone line anymore. Mm-hmm. You can just use a Ring Central phone, so that makes sense. Lakeland Industries uh, was one of the uh, other ones that was uh, on, on this list as far as a, a stock that is uh, poised to uh, go up, and uh, they manufacture um, safety garments and accessories uh, for the, uh, industrial and public protective clothing. So I can see where they would be uh, one to look at. And then uh, Moderna, which is a uh, pharmaceutical company, and Gilead Sciences. So those are some investments that you might want to look into. I just happen to look up. Of course, this is not investment advice, and I'm not by any stretch of the imagination a financial advisor. It's, it's an article that I pulled up, but I looked at it, and I thought that's, that's pretty smart. Mm-hmm. And it's probably smart to have a little cash on hand. I don't think there's going to be a run on the banks like during the Great Depression because the government's not going to allow that. Right. But there may, be, there may come a time when they need to close for a day or two days or three days, or they may suspend trading uh, on Wall Street and shut banks down just because of, of, of the fluidity mm-hmm. of the situation. So I would say it's probably a good idea to have a couple of days worth of or maybe a week's worth of cash on hand so that if you have to, you can. But yeah, we talked about the flip side, uh, about us being controlled. I could easily see people coming along saying, maybe it's time we stop using money because it's going to spread germs and use it as an excuse to install more controls on the people. Mm-hmm. And so I think Let's the more... Start using that dollar bills for toilet paper. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so the more we can do ourselves voluntarily... <laughs> but seriously, the more we can do ourselves voluntarily, Early to limit contact and keep it happening, uh, I think the less panic there's going to be. And, and so being yeah. proactive is super yeah, important. Yeah. Because I don't want to see this country devolve into a state of panic and suddenly mm-hmm. everybody feels that it's important to give their rights up. Then they're going to breaking in people's paper. houses who took all the, who bought all the toilet mm-hmm. paper. Yeah. That's the first place I'm going. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> I mean, keep, keep an eye on those people who do all that stuff, too. It's going to be warm enough you can just scoot in the backyard like no, my dog. I'll be, oh, Lord, I'll, be in, I'll be in their, in their yard. Right, yeah. To go the toilet paper, huh? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I found your cat. <laughs> Meow. Yeah. Oh, hopefully, hopefully the cat was brown to begin with. Uh, oh, it, is, it is now. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Here I, we go. I, I have a feeling there's going to be a lot more videos on YouTube getting a lot more there views. Is. There it is. Yeah. I'm always seeing uh, them. Netflix. So that's a good them. stock to buy right now. Yeah. I would say. Right, yeah, true Everybody's be watching. Everybody's watching. Yep, Amazon Netflix. Prime, Hulu, all yeah, that jazz. Yeah. They're expecting Italy to have a baby boom. Did you see that? Uh, you know that's going to happen. Of course. I mean, take Italians and shove them all in a room together. There's a song in there, girl. I just There's a song in there. I've got nothing but wine and time. Wine and time. It's wine time. That's Everybody, it's wine time. 
Definitely. Let's all get together. That's gonna be, wait, that's going to be the new hashtag Netflix and chill. It's going to be hashtag wine time. Wine time. What does that mean? Oh. oh you know what that wine. means. <laughs> wine and time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's late in the evening and we're in Italy and uh, we got some wine. Oh. It's time for wine time. Well, you know, Italy even has, uh, I don't know about now because it's been a while since I was there, but late night TV, just over their airwaves, mm-hmm. they don't have an FCC regulating stuff. They they have all the, these, they have all these like phone sex ads on yeah. regular TV yeah. at night and they'd have, they'd have women completely undressed with their, their version of a 1-900 number and call me baby and all that kind of stuff. I remember watching that. I, like, yeah, I was about to say you're disclosing what you, well, no, I'm talking regular <laughs> TV, not cable, like I, and like one minute you're watching a rerun of like an american tv show and then uh you know you have like cnn europe would come on and, and tell us going on and then you fall asleep and you wake up and tonight on friends <laughs> wine time those are different kinds of friends <laughs> oh man so yeah there's yeah that. that's it's just it's uh you know it's gonna get worse before it gets better it is. Anything is that way. You know, though, on a good note, I guess, on a possible way to think of it, I think the past, shoot, just in the past 48 hours, mm-hmm. I feel like the intensity of everything, it's come to a head really quick, right. really fast and hard. So mm-hmm. as far as, the, you know, <laughs> as far as things like getting worse before they get better, like I feel that it's it's moving pretty quick quickly yeah, well, hopefully it, it is i think it's still you know, from a health standpoint it's going to get worse before it gets better but here's what i've noticed people that i talked to earlier in the week that were completely in denial and told me that i was completely full of crap are now post on facebook things mm-hmm. that i was telling them four days ago was going to happen right and the only reason that i was ahead of them is i Honestly, I caught part of Joe Rogan's podcast, mm-hmm. and then I just started digging because I knew that we we're going to be doing this show, and I realized that the panic was coming. And the more I read, the more I realized what a real threat this was. That uh, the spread of COVID nineteen—it's you know—everyone was comparing it to the flu because less people are dying from this from the flu. But what they don't realize is patient zero—that is the first person to get infected—was November seventeenth. Mm-hmm. So on November seventeenth, there was only one case of this disease in the entire world. Yeah, been stewing and all right. So from November 17th until now, hundreds of thousands of infections worldwide. Mm. Well, and thousands of deaths. Yeah, and unfortunately, whether it's, you know, fatal or whatever, it sometimes it takes, a, you know, a body count, as me and some of my friends say, before people start you know, taking really, it seriously. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I don't want to say body count like it's all fatal by no means, but it takes a body count of how they're affected and stuff for people to realize, oh, hey, wait, what? What is this? Yeah. And this whole, all, it only affects old people excuse. Well, you know what? My my dad is an old people. Right. You know, my, yeah. uh, you know, I have aunts. I have uncles. I have people that I love in my life that have mm-hmm. underlying medical conditions right. that I think about. And uh, I think, geez, the, these are people. I have friends that are my age that have autoimmune disorders. Mm-hmm. And this is serious. This, you know, when you put a face to it instead of saying mm-hmm. just old people, no. Oh, Listen, if you send your kids to school, which now we don't have to worry about, your parents could end up paying the price. Right. Because somebody else's child uh, may have a relative who traveled out of the country, came back, gave it to that child. That child didn't even get symptoms because kids are resilient. They give it to your kid. Your kid doesn't have symptoms. Your kid gives it to you. You're mm-hmm. contagious for uh, between six and 11 days before you even know you haven't have a symptom. <clears throat> and you go and you're bringing your dad some groceries. Mm-hmm. Trying to be a, uh, right, to be a good son, and the next thing you know, you, 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 you you've got a parent in a hospital right, because right, you sent your right. kids to school. Yep, 
and that's really what this is. Now we have, we have to think about something. We'd be closing all. The, what about the w lost wages that people mm -hmm. are, are? You know, there's going to have I to mean, be. And, you know, if you're a waitress and and, and you're struggling and, you know, and you got a kid, you know, you're trying right. to do things, kids, what have you. Now what? Right. I think I think that's a a place that has been. Well, again, it's only been like 24 hours mm -hmm. since. Uh, the state of Illinois and in Ohio and right, stuff, right. you know, basically made the the big announcement. I, and I totally get the taking precautions of Absolutely. how of being Absolutely. serious and aware. Right. My problem, I was I was moaning and groaning about it a little bit, is that it was really easy. I felt for the political officials and kind of people in 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 higher places, they were rather dormant and were turning a blind eye of say, of of that exact mm. problem of okay, we're going to be going on this lockdown or shutting down for X amount of days. And you know the the only thing that I caught, and it was um it was the um, Chicago Mayor Lightfoot, and she said, "Well, you know, small business owners, please please be patient and kind of very encouraging with your employees." Mm -hmm. What mm -hmm. does that what, what does that mean? I, you know, and yeah, I don't want to yeah, sound you can, like you, a, you can encourage them all you want, but I don't. That's not going to pay the electric Exactly. Bill. Yeah. So I feel like that's a little yeah, bit. You know, in, in, and, and there's money out there to for, absolutely. For, for, you know, yeah, you got to do something. Something's yeah, and I, I don't know if inappropriate's the the right word of how mm -hmm. and as far and I'm just talking on Illinois' behalf because that's where um I'm at currently in Waukegan, right. Illinois. But they, I just felt that that was a little really like you're right. gonna have all these quote unquote answers mm -hmm. and ideas without taking into at least even consideration of we realize we're making these decisions. You know, we have to mm -hmm. at least try and think about some alternative. Right. Right. Um, that causes and, and I mean, and so, many, so many others, you know, it's just a chain reaction. Exactly. Of what's, what, what's going to be happening. Exactly. We just got left before we go to the top of the hour. And folks, you've been listening to, uh, we haven't introduced Ivy. We have not. <laughs> I you could co-host a program with us oh, when you gosh. walk in, you hear so much. But Ivy Ford is here with us and uh, she's imparting her wisdom this hour and she's going mm -hmm. to impart upon us her music. Dropping some knowledge. During the second hour. She's dropping some knowledge. But uh, Ivy, I can't wait to talk about your oh, Club 27 album. And yeah. I brought my autographed copy with me, the one oh, that I posted on Facebook. You've been carrying around that with you Everywhere. It's like my lucky charm. Oh, shucks. It's magically delicious. <laughs> <laughs> the music, that is. Wine time. No. Wine time. Wine time. <laughs> but we're going to talk about those songs because I'm going to give my take on your music. Okay. And I want to know how accurate I am with that. And then, uh, in addition to playing some tracks off the album, you're gonna you're gonna do a little live entertaining here. I see you got your polka dot guitar there. I do. Uh, maybe you can teach me a G my chord or something charm. like that. Yeah. Teach you a G what? I, I said maybe you can teach me a G chord or something. Oh, like that. okay. Yeah, right before, I thought right before wine time. <laughs> wine time. Hey, we can have a little wine time. Then you can teach me how to be a G and play a G chord. What do you oh, Lord. when's that break coming up, Jen? That's right now. <laughs> Ivy's begging for that break. <laughs> We'll be back right after this, folks. Rockin' and a rollin', rockin' and a 
And we're back on Get Real with Ralph, your host, Ralph Moody, here at the studios of AM 1050 WLIP in Kenosha, Wisconsin, and hitting all the world's eardrums through our Facebook page. That's facebook.com forward slash Ralph Nudy. We're on Facebook Live tonight and our YouTube channel at getrealwithralph.com. So you have no excuses, folks. You can find us, and you definitely want to tune in because we're your source for quarantine entertainment uh, as long as it's happening. Right, Ivy? Yeah. I have in the studio here, as you probably heard in the first hour, the lovely and talented Jim Selovich. Thank you very much. Jim Selovich, correct. I know. know. Uh, And even younger and talented, even younger and talented, much much younger, Ivy Ford. You forgot pretty. And pretty. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for pointing that out. I think I said beautiful already. Oh, okay. That's fine. Well, that was for me. And, um, Ivy, before we even completely jump in, I want to read, or I want to read to you what I have put together as my review of your Twenty Seven Club okay. uh, album, and I, I put this on my YouTube channel post, and it's going to be going out on my blog, uh, most of it. And it says here, Ivy, for be returning to get real with Ralph to discuss her recently released Club Twenty Seven album in today's date. Ford, a renowned blues artist in her own right, releases this as her first crossover album and as a tribute to several members of the group of artists popularly dubbed the 27 Club because of the common thread of all having untimely deaths at the age of 27. The album released February 26, 2020 on Ford's own 27th birthday, and most of the songs in the album are and most of the songs in the album completely written by Ford are songs written in the style of and as tributes to artists of this unfortunate club. The artists from the 27 Club most recognizable as influences on this album to me are Robert Johnson from 1911 and 1938, who Ford tributes as her first track with the song Keep On Blues, which actually starts out with Robert Johnson's own crossroad with Ivy playing over the top. And I have a link to the song so people can kind of get your your uh, your inspiration uh-huh. for that. Yeah. Jimi Hendrix, 1942 to 1970, is definitely present in Ford's second track. Mama Didn't Raise No Fool, where Ivy's sassy lyrics complement the guitar <laughs> that you could swear Hendrix came back from the dead and played himself. Sassy. <laughs> Janis Joplin may have asked Bobby McGee to pay Miss Ford a visit when she wrote Little Miss Little One, because any fan of Joplin will recognize the style and presence this song has, something distinctly the essence of Janis, while still maintaining the air of originality that is all Ivy Ford. Jim Morrison. Doing his homework. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think Jim Morrison is a stranger to Ivy Ford because while her song title Not Ready, the number two die looks like the title to a Prince track, <laughs> it sounds like Ivy and Jim had a midnight rendezvous in a dark Chicago blues club to write this one. Rendezvous. <laughs> Kurt Cobain, nineteen sixty seven to nineteen ninety four, definitely wasn't fine, and this track sounds a bit as if Kurt himself left a neatly folded letter to Ivy in a heart-shaped box for her to find his inspiration mm-hmm. for a song that seems to get how Cobain may have been feeling in his final days. Mm-hmm. Amy and how may not have believed what she heard if she was given the news about her own untimely death, but she would have appreciated this bluesy, jazzy track that seems to move with the same sultry feeling that Amy's tracks did. And that's obviously believe what you heard. Mm-hmm. 
artists considered to be 27 club members, but I didn't know it was featured in this album, particularly were Brian Jones, who was canned from the Rolling Stones just before he was found dead at the bottom of his pool, vision-impaired blues artist Alan Blind Owl Wilson, and Grateful Dead founding member Ron Pigpen McKernan. So did I nail all the ones that were in it? You got it, man. man. I did. Good job, yes. So are there any that I missed? or Because I know you had a couple songs that were not specifically tribute songs. No, I think you I think you got them all. And we did not collaborate on this. No, uh, we didn't. Just a, I'm just hearing this for the mm -hmm. first time. I mean, I did tell you about Mama Didn't Raise No Fool. This is true, yeah. Uh, because yeah. My, my daughter's been digging that song, and we had a little conversation about it. But uh, that it, it didn't take very long to dissect it and figure out kind of the inspiration for for each tune. Right. No, and, that's awesome. And, and I'd like to jump in with that one first, <laughs> Mama Didn't Raise No Fool, because I just love the way you put the... Uh, <laughs> the, the backing vocal behind yourself and everything oh, so thank you yeah so uh without further ado we're going to play the track and then we're going to come back and talk about it i was born a few days prior but not yesterday don't worry your mind about it anyway What I'm really trying to say is I know a thing or two Enough but not too much I'm learning something new Mama didn't raise no food A lot of people talk Without a brain Throwing a whole lot of words Stones and sticks Will hurt you quick But words will surely kill you So I shut my mouth And listen Mama didn't raise no food Just cause I'm sitting here quiet don't mean that I don't know Face yourself honey, I won't stop once I go don't you hear every word coming crystal clear? Oh, honey, who do you think you're talking to? Mama didn't raise no food. Mama didn't raise yeah. no fuel. <laughs> so that, that's what I'm talking first about. First little opening riff there. What is that? What do you? Uh, 
Yeah, because you do it all, right? You play the guitar, you play the Hammond in that thing. What other instruments do you play that? In that song, I do all the background vocals, but the bass and drums um, are Willie Roush and, and Dave Axon, who are the guys that I usually play with the, the fellas, if people, you know, the fellas, post, absolutely. The fellas. Yeah, um, but that's it. It's, it's bass, bass, drums, guitar, and, uh, and Hammond, which actually, oh man, give away my secrets. When I mm-hmm. recorded that, that Hammond bit, uh, it's actually, I have just, um, I forget what it is regular keyboard that between the effects on the keyboard and then in the studio putting a couple filters on it we we kind of re- recreated that hammond sound without actually dragging a hammond b3 uh, down the flight of stairs yeah. to the basement <laughs> right well so, yeah I, I think that that is one of the sexiest sounds in, in music it, yeah ever, is, is, is Sexy. yeah it is it really is so i want to hear just that opening riff all by itself oh, i mean man. i can't you know i can't i can't drink up for that song i'm scared Sometimes when I do it, well, oh man, even live when I play that shows, I'm like, I'm nervous. Let me think. Love it. Now, where did you find that little that little bit? You just started messing around till you found something that sounded like Jimmy, or what? Uh, pretty, pretty. Oh well, actually, you know what? There is that song. He has a. He has a song that calls the wind cries mary yeah it's all the way to the left and he that's where i modeled it yep. after of. Um, I, I i picked that part up mm-hmm. i definitely picked that you know up so there's that and then actually but you still you still find a way to make it original like you can hear the influence but mm-hmm. it's not you know it's not a right. cheap copy that's what i love about it and that's yeah i think that's a really fine line that you have to walk oh absolutely and you did a good job of it oh thank you yeah yeah, yeah and actually that so in in, in tradition and traditional licks are blues guitar licks. Mm-hmm. That is actually um, uh, normally when you do it, like there's a song called, well, there's a lot of them, but um, what is it? Uh, Kill, Killing Floor, which is by, by Howlin' Wolf. The riff on that is. Um, I should have quit you long time ago. And while that's going, when they do um, the guitar bit, then it's when you hear. But I just slowed it. I just slowed it down a bit and did. It's the same. It's the same ones as. Same technically notes, mm. but you know. I, I love it. I, lo- I love breaking it down. That's. Uh, yeah, I, I never usually do that, and it's fascinating for me as well. Because <laughs> you just do it, you know, as a musician or whatever, you know, creative. You just do what you feel now the lyrics for that that came mm-hmm. that came completely from your own life oh absolutely yeah so yeah. tell us about it so naturally and i talk about this all the time naturally because i am so so young and specifically really really young in the blues and in, in, in roots world that in itself and then also because i'm i'm a female as well you know i i can get really underestimated a lot of times and people they don't always say it outright but they can allude to yeah, oh, they what, think, what do you they know? think you're a young, new, aspiring artist, and they're going to just take exactly. I've never you. been around the block a little bit, yeah. which it's funny because um, my first album, Time to Shine, I have a song that's called "Don't Handle Me," and it's it's the first line that opens up with that is, uh, "Was it? Oh gosh, why can't I remember what I wrote? Oh, it was. Um, I don't claim to know everything, but I know a thing or two. 
Yeah. And then it's funny because now in, in this I'm raising a fool, I will inspire, but not yesterday. Um, you know, say it's the same same thing. It, it is, but what I what I love about it is you talk about the fact you just shut up and listen. I mean yeah. that really struck me. That, and, that's and the that, most important that, thing. That tip, that life tip can be applied to however old you are. Shoot. No kidding. I know I know a lot of people that have had a lot of life under their belt mm. and as ignorant as I'll get out. So, you know. We all know them and they've been talking a lot over the last week, let me tell you. They're all they're all over Facebook. Yeah, oh, I guess. Telling you how they're not going to take any of this seriously. Right, right. This is true. This is true. All right. Which one do you want to touch next? I don't know. You, yeah. All right. Fine. <laughs> fine. You know what? I want to go straight to you, not ready to die. Oh, sure. So, people are strange? Yes. Uh-huh. Almost to a T. That's where it's very similar, almost to T arrangement wise. Not necessarily in the same key of uh, people are strange, but arrangement. It tastes like it. It's like the same flavor like different you know a little different dish some of the it's spices. like a whopper and then the impossible whopper get it yeah i guess okay. <laughs> yeah. now i'm now i'm really hungry so we're gonna have jimmy pull it up and find it for us aren't we jim yeah, I got it right uh, yeah not oh, ready good. to die but okay. he's gonna he's gonna let us keep running our mouths this time while he finds it you know right. I, 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 i'm ready oh he's, he's ready. got his finger on the button and everything i'm just waiting for you to shut up he's got the oh, trigger finger ooh, all right well you know what? Okay. i'm not ready to shut up and i'm not ready to yeah, die but here it is <laughs> I don't know how much time I have, but it seems as though there's not much of it left. I keep running, racing by, and the clock keeps looking me in the eye. Oh, don't let me go. Don't take me. I'm not ready to die There's so much that I haven't done So many tunes left unsigned Don't leave me, don't cheat me out Like there's too much of me to go around Don't let me go Don't take me, please I'm not ready to die I'll be a mother, but perfect I I'm not a sinner, I'm just a dark saint. So better to burn out than fade away. I'll comfort those with my misery. Oh, don't let me go. Don't take me, please, oh, I, I'm not ready to die. Guess better to burn out than fade away, and I'll comfort those with my misery. Thank you. 
Cause I'll be a martyr But perfect I ain't But I'm not a sinner I'm just a dark saint Oh, don't let me go Don't take me free No, I, I'm not ready to die Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, everybody. I'd be fooled. That's a beautiful song. And you know, we were talking about. We're, 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 we're going to talk about it. We're going to put it out there. We're yeah. talking about how there's like music that you get your freak on too. Yeah, baby making music. Yeah. And 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 Ivy, you got some baby making music, but the problem is I can't be baby making when you're my friend. Oh, you know. <laughs> And then Jim said that he had a friend who used to have to well, shut him yeah, off on the radio. Yeah, well, I used to work overnights on the old WJZQ. Okay. Um, <laughs> and I'd be doing the overnights, and uh, my friend would be getting busy with this girl. And <laughs> he heard my voice. He goes, I can't do it, man. I, I got to turn the radio off. You know. Oh, man. I used, yeah. to, I used to say, going to bed every night with me. You know? oh, wow. Going to bed. You're going to bed with Jim. To, mm. Yeah. yeah and, then, okay. and then, like, good mornings, you're waking up with me. That's funny. Well, I always, I always wanted to and crack me some eggs. I always wanted to have like a Saturday morning show and be like, after a night of drinking, there's nothing like a little Ralph in the morning, you know. Ralph, the old dude. Yeah, that's a little, a little Ralph. Wine time. I, I dreamt about being on since. I, in my days, I used to like pretend, not it's pretend, but, like show though, people. Huh? Well, I auditioned for uh, radio broadcasting when I joined the uh, Air Force, and they made. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how to translate. <laughs> right? <laughs> they know what they were doing. <laughs> I, mean, I, I wanted to broadcast to people, not arrest them, but hey, you know, whatever it takes. Gotta play the cards you're dealt, I guess. That's exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, that's not ready to die. I was saying that's one of my favorite favorite songs. Lyrically. Lyrically. I mean, I like it musically, too. Is that about, is that about Jim Morrison? You know what? That was kind of a... A collaboration with myself of with like a general generalization of the whole club 27 concept and and there's a line it's i think it's the last yeah the third verse where it says it's better better to burn out than fade away mm -hmm. and that actually kind of it almost came straight from i had watched a documentary on the 27 club and it, if i'm not mistaken they had interviewed amy winehouse whoever they were or they took this clip that she had said and she had said, I'd rather like burn out going big than mm -hmm. just fade away to nobody. Right. I was like, oh man, because I, I get it as, as, you know, as a working musician and, and somewhat of a regional and whatever mm -hmm. celebrity too. And, um, and then after that line, it's, um, what is it? I'll, uh, oh, where it goes, I'll comfort you with my, with my misery. That's, and that comes from anyone that's artistic or musically or, you know, usually are the, the funniest comedians are the most depressed people, mm -hmm. you know, that too. And, and it's a really fine line and is rather dark, but enjoyable. And, and then the, I'm, um, I'm not, I'm not a, a sinner. I'm, I'm just not a dark a saint. Sinner. I'm just a dark saint. That is one of my favorite. And that was one I just kind of came up. It just, it just came mm -hmm. up in my head and it was good. I so, like yeah. That. Mm -hmm. So that's, it's very much, it's a very, 
I mean, they all are all the songs and all my songs in general, but Ready to Die is a very um, cathartic song for me as a person, as a working musician, as hopefully, you know, a very successful musician moving forward in our I'm here in the studio before your release, and because I I begged you to play something that was on it ahead of time, and that was was the gift that you gave, Mm -hmm. and I loved it then, Mm -hmm. but then when when the album came out and I heard your own backing vocals with and your own harmony with yourself on top of it all, yeah. it really even felt more. It, Absolutely. You know, they, you know, smells like Nirvana. Well, that's and those things and, and the, the, how do you, the approach and execution on that song, a lot of those little touches that are what makes that recording, those came in the studio on the spot, especially specifically with the background vocals. Cause initially I wasn't going to do any harmonies throughout the actual verses of the songs and things like that at all. And then I was just in the studio at, um, at JR studios, which is, is a local, um, local one shout out to Jerry Baldy. And I was doing my, my, my final vocal tracks and, and it just popped in. It was like an epiphany. I said, Hey, Jerry, give me the track. I'm going to play something. And I literally just hit record and went with it. And those are really the, the harmonies on them. I couldn't even tell you what exactly, you know, theory wise mm-hmm. they were. It just was like this weird sense that just over, overcame me and, you know, we just did Those it. are the best. Absolutely. Those oh, are the yeah. Best. We're just, uh, you know, yeah. an idea is just and I, jump right. on you. And I actually, that song, as well as some others, when I did the harmony bits and things like that, it was just one full take. It right. wasn't like we pieced right. it together and it just, everything was on all in one take. And when we got done and, uh, you know, to yeah. hit the record button off, it was like, whoa. And we're going to, yeah. we're, we're going to, we're going to yeah. show everybody exactly what it sounds like. This was Ivy Ford with Fine. I may look like I'm alright But I'm broken, I'm not fine Why don't you look at me, fine How come you didn't see, fine Why don't you look at me, Fine, how come you didn't see? Running out already gone. may look like nothing's wrong I'm full of promise in your eyes But I'm broken, I'm not fine Why don't you look at me, fine How come you didn't see, fine why don't you look at me, fine? 
How come you didn't see? Ain't in no crowded room But I'm invisible to you I may look like I'm alright I'm already broken, I'm not Stuff that there. was I before it's fine, and that's your tribute to Kurt Cobain. And that song sounds like you're talking about the fact that so many people are mm-hmm. troubled and they mask it from everybody else. And well, with course, him specifically, and I'm not going to say my, I mean, whatever. Yeah. With him specifically, a lot of people he passed. They thought it was so shocking, and there was a lot of controversy. I think there's no way he killed himself. For yeah, he did kill himself. But yeah. the point being, he was always very troubled. And yeah, he missed the warning signs. And he, he was like, you know, hiding in plain sight. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so. all the drugs don't help. When we come back after yeah. the break, we're gonna you're gonna play a couple of other songs here live in the studio off the album, and uh, I can't wait to talk about those as well. So uh, more IV4 when we come back right after this. We come on in this loop, John B. My grandfather and me. Around Nassau town, we did roam. My favorite Beach Boy song, Jim. How did I know that? I don't know. How I did don't you know, know that? This is strictly it, by ran- at random. And, <laughs> and this wasn't a song written by the Beach Boys, from what I remember. This is a, more of a folk song that they, they did, but it was one of their first hits. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. it just has a different feel to it than all of their other music. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Love, 80 years old. song before I even had an idea, or started to write it before I had an idea for this Club 27. And I wrote it in inspiration from my daughter, who is two. So, uh, yes. Love it. Love it. Go give away your heart. I don't know what... You've heard, but it really ain't that hard. Cause yes, it can buy you everything. It can raise your falling sun. 
it sure is free. Sell it on as a little one. Little Miss don't care, making friends and holding hands. Don't mean that you should judge just because you care. It doesn't buy you everything. It won't raise your falling sign. Be kind, says little miss, little one. Go ahead and smile. Go give away your heart. I don't know what you've heard, but it really ain't that hard yes it can give you everything it can raise your falling sun and it sure is free says little miss little one Yeah, and you wrote that for your little Miss Little I, One. Yeah, it was definitely in, inspired by my little Miss Little One for sure. <laughs> she's a little cutie, I gotta say. Oh, shucks. She oh, is when she's nice. Shucks. But... You teaching her any music yet at the tender age of Man, three? <coughs> I don't have to teach her. She follows. She knows. She, you know, she goes um, scrounging through my guitar cases and stuff, and she goes, Mommy, Mommy, guitar, guitar. I bought her a guitar for Christmas, and I'm not allowed to play it because that's hers, according mm. to her rules. So ah. think about that. Mm -hmm. She can play yours, but you can't play hers, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's quite comical, but oh, yeah. that's okay. You're it's teaching right. her right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're teaching her right for sure. Yeah. So uh, you've got a couple more here that weren't um, weren't specifically tribute songs. Uh, one of them we're now opening our show with uh, every every night, mm -hmm. and that's size the limit. Oh, right. And uh, so 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 tell us about that one. That is one of the few, the one or two on the Club 27 album that it's not, it, it's not by anyone except myself, yours truly. Right. And, and, you know, in some ways, no, in a lot of ways, I wrote that is very much inspired by some, you know, sometimes when you meet someone romantically or you think you can, there's people out there and they're like, well, I don't want to like get into a relationship or I don't want to like open up like that because it's too scary, you know, um, or, or. You could take it in a more platonic way and you get around like-minded people. And sometimes it's scary when you, when you click with someone because they're almost too much like you and it's almost reflective and you're like, Oh snap. So, so when the hook sky's the limit, you know, it's, it says, don't you know, it takes one to know one. I've been brokenhearted too. It's one of those, Hey, I get it. I've been there. It's okay. You can talk to me or more or whatever. And, and, and if you allow that to happen, sky's the limit, you know? And, and just the overall message, the sky's the limit, mm -hmm. was something that I connected with right away. Sure. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm an eternal optimist. Yeah, I uh, try to which be. Which is what makes times, tough times like this mm -hmm. um, hard to grasp because I, I think being an optimist makes it easier to accept when things are bad because you're like, things are bad. Mm -hmm. They're going to get better, but they're going to get worse before they get better. But I'm not that worried. When I tell mm -hmm. people things are going to get worse and they're pessimists, they really panic and they don't want to hear that. Well, those but, are strong but, words, Ralph. You got tact but, is everything. But but if you're an optimist and you hear things are going to get worse, so you know that ultimately things are going to get better. Well, I guess that's one way. To, I don't know. It's and, still pretty scary to me. It'd be like, hey. You have a lot of people who are still unhappy and unfulfilled right. because they're chasing the wrong well, things. Well, take a look at 
9-11, after 9-11 in the city of New York, New yeah. York City. A lot different. They, right. People were a lot more supportive of one supportive another. Supportive of one another after. Absolutely. And, 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 and they still were, and they're mm -hmm. still nice to, you know, they're right. nicer. Well, and yeah, and then like, <clears throat> yeah, if, like we were saying, this, the smart people, uh, or people that will be able mm. to kind of curb their, their ignorance for a little bit if, if, if you know, right. they're good enough, they'll realize, they'll learn something new and, mm. and, in a good way and, and appreciate this, this circumstance of, you know, not, not, not so good ones. Yeah. But as far as I, but I have to, I have to play devil's advocate for as far as, as a, as a country and communities and things like that one. Yeah. There's a lot of things that we've been, you know, um, we've prospered and mm -hmm. things like that. Maybe too, even though there's been some level of class that has seen that prosperity, even though there's been, you know, big men on top, there's, there's still, whether you want to call it middle-class or the little mm -hmm. man or the common people, my mom and I joke because we're like, well, we've always been broke or like we've always, the struggle's mm -hmm. always been there. So it's not as much as a new, a new thing. It's right. not, it's not as, as, as surprising. So when we, as a, as a, as a group of people, when we, face certain times like these hopefully getting back to hopefully people curb, mm -hmm. curb their ignorance it'll allow everyone to find curb, that common ground your ignorance if you listen back to this show when it's all over i'll yeah. bet you you got at least three songs in tonight curb your ignorance at least three okay yeah i like that I like curb that. your ignorance and we can all can have Wine time. That's right. Wine time. <laughs> wine time. Wine time. I, I think we should just write wine time right now. We'll just improvise it out. Let's just let's, let's just work it out. Oh my Or maybe that's for a future create at the space. Oh night. right. Oh lordy, what happens at the space stays at the space unless it's live streaming. Unless Ralph has his phone out. Oh, hey, wait. Speaking speaking of speaking of the yes, creative space. Let's talk about your event. Right. Yeah. So everyone knows if they didn't, you should. We were supposed to have the CD release party for Club 27 in person. And it was going to be a release party and an art show this Friday um, at the space. And because of the uh, current health climate and things like mm. that, for the sake of not playing the musical plans, we I was talking with Steve Hawkins and Francisco Loyola. Um, today actually and we came up with an idea of doing a live live broadcast, live broadcast friday night eight o'clock it's still going to be the same time as it as it was um if you were to come to the show and for people that got the mm -hmm. online tickets that i was harping all about kenosha creative space is going to be sending y'all notifications and emails in regards to um how to go about that and, and honoring those things because we mm -hmm. will be rescheduling right. a live show when you know all this blows over and things mm -hmm. like that. And we kind of come to our sense a little bit and realize what we're dealing with. But so Friday, we will still be doing the, the album showcase. It will just be virtual digital and, and, and live stream. And with that being said, there will be, a kind of donation ticket sale type of thing where you can click online and donate to the cause. Two of which is the culture creative space, because for those that, may not know Kenosha Creative Space is a nonprofit. Yep, that's right. It's a nonprofit organization and it's lucky enough to be a nonprofit brick and mortar, but that does come with a lot of responsibilities and dedication, both with time, energy, it and sure unfortunately does. in our in our country and in the world, because it makes the world go round, uh, money as well. So if you go to their Facebook page, there's actually a donate button in the on the front page. You can donate whether it's a dollar or five dollars. I like to say, you know, tens, twenties and fifties. Are even better. Um, and you can do that anytime, not just Friday at our virtual CD release. 
Um, and in this, in addition to that, we'll have an easy link where you can purchase my album online. I'll still sign it. I'm not even, that, I'll even make a, a, maybe a special note for the occasion. So if you, if you order a CD online on Friday, it will be kind of hopefully some, some historical treasures 10, 20 years from now, because it will be the CDs that you got from what should have been in live CD release party. Mm -hmm. So this Friday, my tune my website my facebook or the kenosha creative space their facebook and medias because we will be doing our cd release performance streamed live so everyone can you know stay safe and comfortable and you know what you don't even have to wear pants if you don't want to because you'll be sitting at home and watching just don't do anything weird okay you are you, you, you just can't say <laughs> you, so you just can't say take your pants off and then say don't do anything weird don't do <laughs> wine well, time. Wine time, yeah. <laughs> wine time. Oh, gosh. Wine time with Ivy. Yeah. Take your oh, pants off, but don't do anything weird. But don't do anything weird. But yeah, so that's um, a new update just in this afternoon. This Friday, there will be the CD release performance, but it will be virtual. You can tune in, um, Google me, or, or, or check in with my Facebook, which is always at Miss Ivy Ford, or at the Kenosha Creative Space Facebook, because we will be streaming live. You'll be mm -hmm. able to um, basically buy a, a virtual ticket on online the, the day of and you can order your cds or tea or anything from me as well as just donate to the cause of the kenosha creative space which in the past we've have expressed what a, a positive attribute it's been to not only kenosha but actually in the region from northern illinois and southern wisconsin so it, it is it's quite a magical thing they're doing absolutely there. it is and every time i go there on a thursday night some magic seems magic to happen. always happens magic always you happens. keep coming back i do keep coming back we tried to lose it. I'm kidding. No, we love it. We love you, Ralph. We love you. Curb your ignorance. Oh, yeah. Okay. I see where you're going with that. I'm kidding. I love you. No, That's I'm not... talking about Jim. I, I, oh. know, I, I know you don't mean nothing. No. Jim doesn't either. Well, so what are you going to play for us? Oh, shucks. But you know what? I got to do it because this was the first song that, that I know I've played it before. It's the first song I leaked and it's caught on. Everyone loves it. And I always say, you know, there's not, not enough of it. So mm -hmm. this is one of the most popular tracks. I think it's safe to say it's called Love in This World. And at a time like this, yeah. you know, at we any time, shoot. Exactly. Yeah. And you just so you know, it. we are going to close out our show every week with this, too. I know. A, I'm so touched. I awesome. feel so loved. Oh, well, we feel touched and loved as well. Oh, man. From home. Wine, Wine time. time. Wine time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm no it to be true it's all right to say i love you there's not enough of it in this world it's okay if you want to say and i promise i won't run away no big deal darling to say i love you it may be scary sometimes I've been through it You're not alone So go ahead, do it Trust me when I say That it's worth a shot If you give nothing 
nothing, nothing's what you've got. Pardon me, don't want to overstep. Truth's life's all I've got left and is not enough of it in this world. It may be scary sometimes, oh, I've been through it, trust me, when I say that you can go ahead, do it, and hear me when I say that it's worth a shot. If you give nothing, nothing's what you've got. Pardon me, don't want to overstep. But the truth's alive. All I got left, and there's not enough of it. Enough, there's not enough of it. Enough, there's not enough of it in this world. Yeah, I love that song. Yeah, I, I like it as a theme song of mine. I try and live by it. It's good. It's just a great way to uh, live your life, you know, a little more love yeah. for everybody out there. Exactly. So, so with everything that's going on, I mean, as far as MP uh, uh, performing live in front of crowds oh, and, no, and, yes. and gigs, bars and restaurants, yeah, yeah, yeah. besides so, this Friday, I mean, you had other gigs lined up. I did. I actually, this was going to be a super, super big week. Not, I'm acting as if all my weeks ain't big because who put a lot of miles, but yeah, it already has. We were supposed to be in Chicago Tuesday and Wednesday night. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with them basically shutting down all bars and restaurants, except for, for takeout and, and, and not dine in until the end of the month. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and I've said this before, uh, musicians, we don't play, we don't work, we don't work, right. we don't eat. And unlike more, um, corporate jobs or quote unquote stable jobs, mm -hmm. you know, there's, there's no savings unless you make the savings. So I got to say, my musician friends are listening. Y'all, you better grow up a little bit. You got to put some stuff away, put a little yeah. mad money yeah, away yeah, because, yeah. you know, and that goes for, for, for young, young musicians and creatives in general and, um, and more seasoned ones as well. Cause mm -hmm. you just never know. And you just, you know, that's like, there's been someone asked me, they said, well, what happens when you say you got a cold? This is funny comes in this now, yeah. but you know, or, or yeah. you accidentally, I'll give an example. Last year I ended up, I was cooking dinner or whatever. I ended up cutting my finger right. hard, man. I luckily I, 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 I probably should have gotten stitches, but I use super glue instead. Cause again, musician can't just be taking ER trips and stuff. That's like three gigs in one, in one Kobe. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. um, so I super glued my finger back together and I had two gigs I had to play. And, you know, it was one of those, I was reapplying the super glue after every, every set because, you know, luckily I was able to finagle that. But if something happens, you mm -hmm. know, and I had my ass super glued to a toilet seat once. Well, that was, um, not, that was, that was on purpose though. No, I wasn't the one that did it. Oh, oh man. No, it was definitely not on purpose. It's for, for a whole other show right there. Yeah, we'll that's talk a, all that's, about yeah, it. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about you. Right. But, uh, your but yeah, so, right. But yeah, definitely it's been, it's, it's, it has affected me directly right away. I'm not going to be fortunate to say that 
I am, I, in my, it hasn't affected me as bad as it has some of my musical peers and a lot of my musician friends mm-hmm. that they solely work in Chicago. Right. You know, <clears throat> and, and actually they were getting delays even before the, the, the government said, Hey, we're mm-hmm. shutting this town because people sure, just, venues were just saying, exactly. we're we do this. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so that, you know, that was there and, and, and it does. And, you know, I don't have any answers right now. However, mm-hmm. However, there has been, um, both as listeners and in musicians and stuff in the business, there's been a lot of talk of people being kind of proactive and encouraging of going along that live stream concept yeah, and, and doing like the digital donate, donate and digital tip jars and things like that, yeah, yeah. you know? So who knows to be, and to be positive, mm-hmm. maybe right. this, um, what do they say? Necessity is the best motivation for right. invention. Mm-hmm. So maybe after this all gets kind of handled or whatever the whole digital aspect because we are you know mm-hmm. living in the in the digital world just like you know video killed the radio store um this might might give us musicians and creatives and things like that another alternative outlet in addition to performing right. live and absolutely I, you know cross fingers hope for the best right well i think we'll get through it you'll get through it mm-hmm. there's, no, there's it. not another option yeah, we got to we, bet we don't have a choice but to get through it absolutely right. and we are going to fight you're right necessity is a mother of invention we're mm-hmm. going to find things that we never thought about before in this world oh we uh, forgot about yeah i want to thank all of you for tuning in to get real with ralph uh this has been kind of a surreal week and uh i appreciate you sharing it with us and hopefully we brought a little joy uh and some comfort back into your lives and uh, we look forward to you tuning in next week on get real with ralph Ivy Ford, Jim Selovich, Raina Owens. I'm Ralph Nudy. Thank you for tuning in. Well, I know it to be true. It's alright to say I love you Cause it's not enough Of it in this world It's okay If you want to say